This is Glance at the Past, a local history radio project presented by the Grand Rapids Historical Commission and the Community Media Center. Today's story, Grand River Islands. Charles Belknap, who arrived in Grand Rapids as a boy in 1854, often wrote about those early days. In one piece, he described the islands that graced the Grand River. The number one island began near the foot of Lyon Street, and the number three ended about where the wealthy street bridge now crosses the river. The three main islands were divided by narrow channels and rapid currents. Except for a little cleared land where the Indians had planted corn, the west shore of the island number one was all a meadow, and cows would wade in the river to feed on the deep, rich grass. Wild plum and crabapple trees dotted the island, and grapevines wound themselves in the water elms. The prevailing west winds wafted the odors of trees and flowers over the village. On the east channel, nearly opposite the foot of Pearl Street, stood the great-grandfather of all sycamore trees, just above the low water mark. When the Indians set up their wigwams there in the spring, they suspended swings for the children on the long branches and hung baskets of goods far out on the limbs, away from the reach of dogs. The islands were almost without blemish, and the high water that flooded the islands each year washed them free of all refuse from the Indians' camps. The heavy covering of grass and plants prevented the washing away of the soil. Belknap mourned the loss of the river islands and their primitive grandeur. He remarked that no work of man could ever surpass their beauty. For more information about Grand Rapids history, visit the Grand Rapids Historical Commission website at historygrandrapids.org.